The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a Finish Strong Friday presented, as always, by DraftKings. Love those guys. Love all of you. It's not just a Finish Strong Friday, though. It is a Picks Friday where I will make my pick for every other game in the NFL here in Week 14 after discussing last night's Patriots-Steelers game. It's also a Finish Strong Friday because I want each and every one of you to be like me. I'll be on Radio Row for Army-Navy all day, dominating so that when I have a delicious steak dinner tonight, I feel better about what I got done this week for my family, finishing strong for the week. And then, of course, it's a Winner's Friday. You're all winners because you listen to the show pretty much every day, which I love, 25 minutes approximately or less, your daily NFL fill, all you need to know. But those of you that go the extra mile, like Lucas Snyder, who emailed me his Spotify wrapped thing, I love it. I love it, Lucas. Thank you. I don't ask for much. Now, I would actually prefer if you guys screenshotted the the Spotify wrapped thing and tweeted it at me, at Ross Tucker NFL or at Ross Tucker Pod, so that we can retweet it. And show the world how much you like the show. But that's okay. I like the fact that you took the time to email me, Lucas. Ross at RossTucker.com. Sponsor confirmation email, Don Petrie. He got tickets to, I want to say, Penn State, Maryland College Basketball on the Game Time app and sent them to me. Really, really not expensive. Congrats, Don. Smart man. It's exactly what you should do. Game Time app using the code Ross. Or any of the other codes we have for the other shows, by the way, is amazing. And then the YouTube shout-out today, it's Austin Hooper. I don't think it's the NFL tight end. I think it's a different uh, Austin Hooper, but maybe. Hey, Austin, if it's you, dude, I'll bring you on the show as a guest. You don't just need a YouTube shout-out. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. 
Austin made it easy. He subscribed and he replied to one of the YouTube videos, youtube.com slash and just said, I'm just here for the shout out. I just want the shout out. That's fine. That makes my job very, very easy. And then the patron of the day, patreon.com slash rtmedia, Peter Deschamps. Welcome to the family, Peter. We love getting new patrons. I know a lot of you just want the even money betting spreadsheet. That's fine. Just check out the other threads while you're on our private Tuckhead Slack channel. I think you'll love the crew. Shout out to Peter Deschamps. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, I can finally say it. We witnessed the zappening last night. Bailey Zappi, the Patriots, they get the win over Pittsburgh, 21-18. Electric Thursday night football game. You've been waiting for this, Jack. You've been waiting to be able to say this about Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots. I mean, it felt like right after the game started, it was 21-3. I mean, just a wild, wild game on a lot of different levels. And let's say this, Jack. This is the first warning of people when you look at a game and you say, well, this team's got everything to play for. This team's got nothing to play for. Therefore, the team that's got everything to play for is definitely going to win. That's not how the NFL works a lot. And, you know, what's really interesting, too, is I'm up here in Boston, so I was watching the game with uh, a bunch of Patriots fans, and it's so interesting because they were – they were as surprised as anyone that the Patriots went right down the field for a touchdown to start the game with Bailey Zappi after the long throw to Juju. But some of them didn't want them to win. They want the top draft pick, you know? So they were, like, getting in arguments. Like, I can't, I can't root for the, the Patriots to lose. They're like, yeah, but we need the draft pick. Like, it was really entertaining to be around them for it. But how about Zappi early in the game? Both of those touchdown passes to Hunter Henry – were things of beauty. And so the next thing you know, it's 21-3. Steelers fans are booing Trubisky because he had a terrible pick to Jabril Peppers, which I believe set up the second touchdown. They're calling for Mason Rudolph. And like watching the Patriots, I think Zeke got the ball like 30 times, you know, between receiving and running. Juju had a big game against one of his former teams, the team that drafted him, and the Patriots, once they got up 21-3, they just kind of hung on after that. Uh, Credit to the Steelers. I mean, at that point, the Steelers, they kept playing. Trubisky ran around a little bit. He had a really nice touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson. But even though they made it 21-18 after the two-point conversion with, what, like 11 minutes left, I thought for sure, Jack, the Steelers would win the game at that point. You know what I mean? Like, it just felt like, okay, they've come all the way back, you know, 15 points. They're here. They're going to be able to figure out a way to get the win, and it'll look bad, but they still got the win. By the way, they overhit, like, before halftime for people, but they couldn't get it done. The Steelers could not get the win. And now to lose home games back-to-back to two of the worst teams in football, just such a bad look for the Steelers. So I mentioned earlier the game time app. I think I said earlier in the week, Jack, I can't remember, but it's over $700 is the cheapest ticket for this Army-Navy game tomorrow, which is so cool. I mean, I love it. I love that it's a hot ticket. I love that people can't wait. I mean, Jack, you went last year and loved it, right? 
I think I still think it's the best football experience I've ever been to, in my opinion. I thought it was incredible. I would go back, honestly. Absolutely go back. And you got a double overtime game, which, do you know, that's the only overtime game in the history of the Army-Navy game? Really? That shocked me. Yeah, it's a fact. Because it feels like they play a close game, like 13-10 every year. So the fact that it had never gone to overtime before is bananas. Anyway, for the, on the Game Time app, you can see the view from the seat you're purchasing before you buy. So there's not like getting to the stadium and not knowing what you got. Like You know exactly what it's going to look like. They got these zone deals. So you pick the section and then game time picks the seat and you get big time savings. You guys already know about the game time guarantee, meaning you always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section or row for less, game time credits you 110% of the difference. So you actually get more money. You save more money. Anyway, take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. I'm obsessed with this thing. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code ROSS for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code ROSS for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up. All right, Ross, we'll start. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are at the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going Atlanta here. Uh, you know, they're playing at home. I like the way their defense is playing. Uh, it's kind of a toss-up game, I would say. Like, I don't know that there's one team that jumps out to me that much more than the other. But I think the Falcons are a little bit better running the football. Man, I've been loving these videos of Chris Lindstrom, their right guard, and what he's been doing to people. Um, he is very, very impressive. It's funny, you know, the Falcons are favored by one point, which basically tells you, by the way, neutral site game, they actually think the Bucks are better, which is interesting. They think the Bucks are better right now. I'll take the Falcons in like a classic Falcony Bucks game, 16-13 Atlanta. Next, we've got the Los Angeles Rams are at the Baltimore Ravens got to go with the Ravens here right I mean they're playing at home they're coming off of a bye they should be refreshed they can they can feel it they can feel the opportunity to get the number one seed in the NFL and the AFC obviously and they can't lose this game right they got some tougher games coming. I think they play San Francisco maybe in a couple weeks you can't can't lose this game Rams have played very well this would be arguably the most impressive win for the Rams this year, but I don't I don't see it happening. That would be super, super impressive. They're going up against a refreshed uh, Baltimore team ready for the stretch run here. I think the Ravens probably, you know, pull away late. I'll say 24-17, something like that. 24-17 Ravens. We got another divisional battle. Detroit Lions are at the Chicago Bears. This is a tough one. This is one I've kind of gone back and forth on, to be honest with you. And that's because I don't feel like the Lions are playing that great right now. It goes back to when they were very fortunate to come from behind against the Bears a few weeks ago. Then they lose on Thanksgiving to the Packers. And even that Saints game was probably closer than it should have been. Meanwhile, the Bears, we already talked about 
the game against the Lions, but then they went to Minnesota and won. Then they had a bye. I think I'm calling for it, Jack. I, I think I'm calling for the big upset. I'm going to regret this, I'm quite sure, but that's okay. I'm going with the Chicago Bears to get this win over the Detroit Lions. I think it's going to be similar to the last game they played. <clears throat> so let's go 24-23. This time, the Bears get it done late with Justin Fields' legs being the big factor. That's an underdog pick. Ross's Underdog of the Week. Next, we've got the Indianapolis Colts are at the Cincinnati Bengals. This should be an awesome game, kind of. I'm looking forward to this. I'm actually really looking forward, Jack. Uh, next Saturday, I'll be calling the Vikings and the Bengals. That's like a, you know, they'll both still be in the playoff mix with backup quarterbacks, and that'll be like a game where the loser's probably out of it, you know, at that point. So that should be fun. Love Cincinnati. Have some good friends there. I think that's an amazing city. For this game, though, jeez, um, oh, this is tough. I think I'm going to take the Colts because I just don't know that Browning can play that well again. That was on a Monday night, short week for the Bengals. Big win. Everybody patting them on their back. Although the Colts went to overtime to beat the Titans. You know what? No. I'm flipping right here on the show. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking uh, Cincinnati to win a close one. I'm showing faith in Jake Browning that he can do it again. feels like the Colts have won more than their fair share of these type of games this year. Same exact score as the last game. 24-23, Bengals get it done. I don't even know. I'm assuming probably, yeah. Oh, the Bengals are underdogs. Okay, so that's underdog pick. Only one point. Another one of these really close games. 24-23, Cincy. Ross's underdog of the week. Next, we've got Jacksonville Jaguars, who are at the Cleveland Browns. Wow. What, a, what an interesting game with all the quarterback stuff for both these teams. It's got to be the Browns, though, right? I mean, it, it's got to be the Browns. Their defense, I think they're getting Denzel Ward back, which is big. We talked earlier in the week on the Even Money betting podcast about what's going on in terms of the weather for this game. So a Jacksonville team in bad weather against a Browns defense, you expect to bounce back. I mean, backup quarterback Palooza. Give me Cleveland. You know, after two games in a row that were not real good for them, losing by double digits, I think Cleveland's kind of due for a win. Boy, this would be bad for Jacksonville. But I feel pretty good about this one, actually. Cleveland... I don't know that they're going to score that many points, especially with the weather. I'm taking that into account. So let's go 16-10 Cleveland. You are undervaluing the value of an Iowa quarterback and their capabilities with an offense there. (laughs) (laughs) So the Carolina Panthers are at the New Orleans Saints. I'll take the Saints. Um, Has not been great for them. Uh, Looks like it'll be Jameis. But I'll I'll take the Saints because – they they got to win this game, and I don't think they'll be picking Carolina to win any game, right? I mean, it doesn't mean they won't. They were pretty close against the Bucks, 
but I don't know that I'll be picking them to win any of these games at this point. Uh, Saints are pretty banged up, but it's not like Carolina is like coming in here crazy healthy themselves. This is a win. Like if if Dennis Allen loses this one, he's pretty much done. I mean, he might be done anyway if they don't win the division, but he definitely needs to win this one. As for Carolina, I don't know. I mean, I guess Tabor is trying to get the full-time job. He's got to kind of win out probably to have any shot of that whatsoever. I'll get the Saints. I don't think there's like a ton of points in this one. I think it's 19-16 Saints, something like that. Next, we've got the Houston Texans are at the New York Jets. Zach Wilson time again, baby. Unbelievable. I mean, that... I can't remember another situation like it where there's been a guy in and out of the lineup as many times as uh, Zachy baby has been. Meanwhile, for the Texans, like this is a game that the Texans could lose. This is a very losable game because they're going on the road. Weather won't be great. They're playing against a team that's not real good um, in the Jets, but the Jets, they're going to fight. They, they can't get worse quarterback play than they got the last couple games. Man, I could I could almost call another one here, another upset. I'm not going to do it, though. I'll take the Texans to win a close one because, quite frankly, I think it is a close one. I think late I have more faith in C.J. Stroud than I do Zach Wilson. But honestly, this one could go either way. Let's go Texans 17, Jets 16. Next, we've got another divisional matchup. Seattle Seahawks are at San Francisco 49ers. Did you skip Vikings Raiders? I may have. Yes. Okay. I believe you skipped Vikings Raiders. So we'll do, just so you guys know, it's not like rocket science. We we just do the games in the order at the top of NFL.com. So like we're on the same page. So I don't know how that happened that Jack skipped it. You want to explain yourself, Jack? Yes, because I believe we did not get to it on Fantasy Feasts. And I copy and pasted to save myself time the time codes because they're all in the order of NFL.com. So when I copy and pasted Vikings Raiders was left off that list. Did I miss Vikings Raiders for fantasy feast? Yes. And I did not realize it until after the show was put together, but I just assumed there wasn't much really talk about. So no, I I missed it. That's on me. Sorry, everybody that listens to the fantasy feast as well. And those of you that don't, you don't care at all. Not even a little bit. (laughs) Um, I'm going to take the Raiders. I think it's a toss-up game. Raiders playing at home. I don't like what I saw from the Vikings and Josh Dobbs the last time out. Now, I do think it's good they're getting Justin Jefferson back, but I don't like what I saw from the Vikings the last time out. Raiders realize what they're playing for the rest of this year. They're playing for Antonio Pierce to be their head coach next year. So I think they'll get this one done. There's a lot of like sneaky, fun, juicy matchups this week. Give me the Raiders... To win this one, um, 23-22. Shout out to the guy that doesn't like the, uh, the the even numbers. Nobody said you were bad at holding a grudge, Ross. We'll move to the Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco 49ers. No, I mean, I'm fine with it. If, 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 it, <laughs> if it brightens his day a little bit, if it helps him out, that's fine. I like the Niners to win the game, although I think this is going to be close couple of reasons why. Number one, the Seahawks had extra time to rest and prepare after playing the Cowboys last Thursday night. 
Number two, and just as importantly, Niners are coming off a big win. This is like a letdown spot for the Niners, which they would never admit to and all that stuff, and we know that. But it, this is a prime letdown spot for the Niners. I still think they'll win, but I don't think they're going to keep it rolling like they have. And I think this is going to be a barn burner for them. 27-23, the Niners get this one done. Next, we've got the Buffalo Bills are at the Kansas City Chiefs. Should be an awesome game. Should be an absolutely awesome game. You know, the problem is, if the Chiefs won last week, Jack, I probably, against the Packers Sunday night, I probably would have picked the Bills to win this, but I'm not picking the Chiefs to lose back-to-back games. It just doesn't happen. I mean, when's the last time, you could probably look it up, I can't remember the last time Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid lost back-to-back games. Just does not seem like a thing that happens very often, if at all. So, should be an awesome game. Should be a shootout. I think it's a classic Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen game. But I also think, ultimately, the Chiefs find a way to get it done. Because, again, close game late. I trust Andy Reid and Mahomes more than I trust McDermott and Josh Allen. Let's go 31-30. The Chiefs win. And it might be time for my beloved people up in Buffalo to break out the Labatt Blue Lights and drink some Labatt Blue Lights while they're watching this game, maybe after the game, with friends, live life to the power of we, maybe just their family. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. While we're at it, by the way, Jack, we're heading into the fourth quarter of the show. And in football, the fourth quarter is where the magic happens. It's where games are won, where champions are made. In business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. And smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com slash sales. So per quick search, the last time they lost back-to-back games was 2021 in week two and week three. One point loss to the Ravens and then 30-24 to the Chargers. Interesting. All right. Next, we'll move. We'll stay in the AFC West. We got the Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going Broncos. I just have more faith in them than I do the Chargers. The Chargers can't run the ball lick. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to throw three picks again. And this is the way the NFL goes. Chargers won their close game last week. Broncos lost their close game. I think it flips. I think the score is 21-20 Broncos. Got another divisional matchup. This is a big one. Philadelphia Eagles are at the Dallas Cowboys. It's so nice, isn't it, when you can see good games in all the marquee time slots including, you know, Bills Chiefs at 425 and then Cowboys Eagles Sunday night should be a terrific, terrific game. You know, I like the Eagles to bounce back in the sense that they kind of got embarrassed by the Niners at home and they know this is a big game and they're getting back. Dallas Goddard, they should be better at linebacker, but the Cowboys need this game. I mean... For the Cowboys 
to have any chance whatsoever to win the division. They must win this game. They're playing really well. They're playing at home. I don't think it's tough for one of these teams to sweep the other one. 27-24 Cowboys. In what was truly an awful week for historical references, I was able to find one. AFL Eastern Division matchup, Tennessee Titans at the Miami Dolphins. AFL Eastern Division. Yes. When they were the Houston Oilers? Yes. Wow. I really dislike references to the Titans as the Houston Oilers. Because it's like, there's a team in Houston now. You know what I mean? Like, that would be like references to the Ravens when they were in Cleveland. Not, I understand where you're coming from. I get the franchise, just not like a fan. I was going to say, blame the schedule for having older franchises playing 20, 25-year-old teams. It's, and it's all that and just divisional battles. There's, there's nothing good. This is bottom of the barrel, you could say. Well, and also, to be playing two games at the same time on Monday night still remains very perplexing to me. I like the Dolphins for all the reasons everybody knows. I think the Dolphins probably blow them out. I think it's, I don't know, 31-13. I think the Dolphins pull away. 31-13, Miami. And we'll wrap things up. Green Bay Packers are at the New York Giants. I think the Giants can make this one interesting. Coming off the bye with Tommy DeVito, and they've been winning some games, and they're feeling better, and it's a home game, and it's Monday night. Everybody's patting the, the Packers on the back. Hey, you guys. You beat the Chiefs. Everybody's excited about that. I still think the Packers are the better team. I, I still don't think Tommy DeVito. This would be a big win for Tommy DeVito for the rest of his life. Huge win for his career and just his sort of legacy there with what he's going on, he's got going on in uh, in New York. But I don't see that happening. Give me give me the Packers to to ultimately get it done. I think it's probably a close game. Something like. Uh, Mm, I don't think the Giants are going to score that much. 20 to 17. Go, Pat, go. Dun, 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 dun. Go, Pat, go. That'll do it, by the way. For a finish strong Friday, picks Friday, winners Friday. Have an awesome game. If you're in the car tomorrow, listen to me on the call of the Army Navy. Should be fun. I think we're done here. Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to Pizza Boy Brewing, which is delicious, as well as Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, BackOfficeSchedule.com, and the greatest gift you could ever give a loved one for the holidays, myfrontpagestory.com.